Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. See, Sterling Jewelers carries the Kendra Scott Jewelry line, the number one requested fashion jewelry item in the streets right now. Very popular items and prices starting as low as just 50 bucks. You don't have to spend a million to make her feel like a million. Take her on over to see Sterling Jewelers. Pick up something nice. The area's only to Corey Dealer is at C. Sterling Jewelers. 3199 Levis Commons Boulevard, Perrysburg, Ohio, 419-897-9131. Take a look at that for me. See what I'm working with over here. All right, I think I might have put together, I might have put together a masterpiece for the Toledo Blade. I might have done it last night. I was all, uh, you know, I, I get triggered. When Way people, to be humble. What? Appreciate it. No, no, no. It's the best thing I've ever done. Doesn't mean it's the best thing ever, or it doesn't mean that it's even good. I'm just saying it's the best that I am able to do. You're, you're just saying this might be this the is, crowning achievement thus far. This is the best that I can do doesn't mean that it's good in comparison to others. Like, I cannot shake a stick at some of our local sports writers. You know, they always tell you, oh, just try your best. Just try your best, little Timmy. Sometimes your best isn't good enough. That's, I mean, that's just the, that's the, it just is what it is. Like, you, you know, just because you worked hard at it and you tried your best doesn't mean you're going to get the job. I'm not telling you Ain't to quit. Ain't that the truth. I'm not telling you to give up. I'm not telling you to fold your tents. I want you to stay persistent. But let's take basketball, for example. There is a an almost like... I don't want to say otherworldly because it's not. It's it's definitely from this world. But there is a God-given talent element that you have to have to make it into the NBA. You know, it starts with the size of you as a human being. You watch Steph Curry run around out there. I always say he looks like a kid. He's 6'4". Right, he's taller than me. Yeah, he looks like a child out there. LeBron James is dribbling the basketball. He's been lying about his height ever since he got in the league. The dude is like 6'10". That's huge. Huge. Like the the league is built, and you have to be, you know, Earl Boykins, he's the anomaly. Eastern Michigan, stand up. You know, there are those that are, you know, Jason Kidd, there's another, you know, kind of undersized guy. I'm not saying you have to be 6'5 to play in the league, but I'm saying if you're not, you better have some incredible skill. Some of it you have to, like, obviously you have to work on it religiously. But you better have some God-given ability, or you just not—it's just not going to work out for you. Like you're not going to be able to play, and it, it's as—it's as simple as that. And sometimes your best just isn't good enough, and that's okay. You got to realize that some people's bests are better. They have different sets of skills. I am not going to be able to shake a stick at a math problem with the MIT grad. It's not going to happen. I don't think I'm dumb. I think I could learn it, maybe. You know, gun to my head, I think I could learn something. I mean, we're human beings, for God's sakes. You know, if it comes to not having athletic ability, like that's that's the thing. Athletic ability is a thing. And you got to have it to play in that league. 
you know, watching the NFL Combine over the week, I'm going to ask John Wagner about this because there is a certain sort of something you have to have that, like, you have to train your body, but to do the things that these guys are doing, I would love to see the other leagues compete in these. So in the NBA, they have the vert. They have, um, I'm trying to think about what they have, a broad jump. They got the their their four cone slide drill. You know they have their own thing. You know their their forty yard dash is like a sprint down and back. Like they're like, oh well, you know what are some ways that we could test and see and try to gain some knowledge on you know how guys can compete in this. The NFL Combine they they have down to a science. This is what we want to see you do, and this is how we apply this. This is why we have you do this. You know, some people would be like, well, are they going to wheel a bench on the sidelines and see? Well, no, but the bench is to see how strong are you. If you were to put your hands on me right now, could you move me where you wanted to? And if you can do that, then I have some interest in you to play for my team, to put your hands on other people, to move them to where we need you to get them to, which is out of the way so that our team can score. You know what I mean? Or that uh, I could get my hands on an offensive lineman. I can push him out of the way so I can get to the quarterback, man, Tack McKinley. So you have some of these drills, the explosiveness. How do I get off the line? The vertical leap. Am I going to be able to jump up and defend a pass? The 40-yard dash. Am I going to try to catch Tyreek Hill? It's about the only time you're going to run 40 yards in a straight line and dive and then try to punch his ankle. It's about your only chance. You know, but there's a reason that they do these things. And the combine is the weekend now in prime time, so forced to miss it, but the weekend in prime time that is... The end of the process of everything else that has taken place at the NFL Combine, which is your medical, uh, your basically your medical interview and your team interviews. Your medical interview is we're going to scan every piece of your body to see if this thing is broke or not. If we're going to offer you millions. I want to know, is this guy functioning right? Does he have an enlarged heart? Does he have a stress fracture somewhere? How is his tissues What's his brain look like? Well, I don't know if they actually. That was uh, Mo scared. Hurst, right? Mo was Hurst. Was that the combine where his heart was enlarged, right? Yep, and that's why he fell in the draft. A lot, like it's he fell rounds. Well, yeah. You yeah. don't want the guy to die. You know what I'm saying? Enlarged right. heart. That you know, one minute you're out there playing, next thing you know, you collapse, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Now, if we're gonna, you know, he could have been a first rounder, right? Second rounder, and it's like I can't, I can't. That's crazy. How do we value this? Like, I can't draft him that early. I cannot afford to pay somebody that that early that's just going to collapse on me. And I don't want to be liable for having the guy collapse on the sideline. Like, there's a lot of things at play there. Mm-hmm. And it's real. Jay Bomey's just going through it in the NHL right now. Like, wait a minute. What, what do you mean you just collapsed? So there's there are things to be um, that you have to take into consideration, take into account in the athletic ability and the physical ability of these guys that participated in the combine. You know, yesterday I spent a lot of time talking about Isaiah Simmons, just blown away, mm-hmm. and how your kid doesn't run a four four, right? Because he's running a four four. Like that's incredible. That's incredibly fast to be able to play that game under those conditions, with that kind of stress, and then to have couch potatoes telling telling you you're not any good on the internet. That's the one thing that is just driving me crazy. But also have that body to run that fast, you know? Like, there's a lot of muscle mass on that. I mean, and I don't know if you can really put it in perspective unless, unless you actually get into... Um, and there's nobody really at the bar locally you're going to be able to simulate this no. with. Like, you know, you can't just walk up to your friend and be like, oh, yeah, grab you by the shoulders. Like, you need someone to put their hands on you 
in a way that you're like, oh my, like what, what would I do? Go to a college bar, uh, find the yeah. find the football team, right? And you'll know, you'll be able to spot them. Yeah, they they stick out. You know exactly who's playing what. If you're tall and thin, you're playing basketball. If you're tall and beefy, you're playing football. That's what it is. Everybody else is average. Everybody else is between you know five eight and six three. The minute you get out of that six three range, like what sport are you playing? What sport you play, little pansy? Ever see uh They just laugh at you. Unforgettable, unforgivable. The guy in the um, woods. Yeah, unforgivable. What sport you play, little pansy? Um, but no, I mean, it's like the video that I posted last week with uh, our friend Kwan and Gian acting as if they. Like, he was just laughing at him he, the whole uh, time because that's how it is. Six eight two eighty could have picked him up. Could have picked Gian up by his leg and threw him out of a window. And at one hundred and thirty pounds, that's feasible. He could have picked him up one handed and threw him. They just laugh at you. Because they know, and now you're you, not on the same level. And now you have this 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 Twitter machine and Facebook and everything else where everybody's talking about this guy's no good. <sighs> Are you kidding me? It's like the poll question: Who would you? Uh, what what NFL task do you think that you'd be able to complete? Would you be able to tackle Derrick Henry? Nope. Would you be able to block Aaron Donald? Nope. Would you oh, be able to God, cover no. Tyree Kill? No. Would you be able to pass rush against? I don't know. Name one of the one of the. Give me a third all, stringer. All I pro do it. Dallas Cowboy lineman. Give me a third stringer. Couldn't do it. I mean, it's it's an incredible amount of uh, amount of talent and hard work that it takes, and some people just don't understand, and they're not going to understand, and it is what it is. But I look at the NFL Combine. I think there's a lot of useful information. There, there's a reason that why they do it. They are not sending every staff member from every team. They're not inviting these guys out there for nothing. And I think that that's, uh, you know, I got a feeling John Wagner is going to be, oh, this is worthless. That's going to be his his scorching hot take is that nobody watches the NFL combine and why we watch guys work out. That's how much, and I asked you yesterday after the show, speaking of football, how much of the XFL have you watched? None. I haven't watched a lick. If I haven't seen highlights, None. I have not seen. If that if they didn't show highlights on ESPN, I would have no idea what the teams are. I see uh, highlights on Twitter from some local Toledo guys, uh, whether they are from Toledo or went to the university. Like somebody like you know Nick Holly is having mm-hmm. a pretty good season with whatever team he plays in, wherever. I I don't even know where he plays. Storm Norton, I think he's in L.A. You know what I mean? Like, but it, at the end of the day, this is here's the reason why a league like this is never going to work. I know it's early. I know that the ratings have fluctuated a little bit. Week one was fun. Everybody wanted to see what was going on. Week two, okay, you had a little bit of Daytona. Second week, you know, week three, where are the, what are the TV ratings? It's not real. And I think that that's the biggest issue when you look at what about, you know, why did the XFL fail the first time? Why did the AAF fail? And why will the XFL not work this time around? Because we know it isn't real. It has taken Major League Soccer 25 years. 25 years to get to the point where they're at. The very niche audience. After the 2026 World Cup that is going to be in North America, which I think is a brilliant idea, I think that only the Olympics and World Cup should go to countries that already have established infrastructure in place. They're going to bring the World Cup across three different countries, Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. 
and this is where League MX in Mexico, their their number one league. I think this is where they look to the MLS. They look into the the city, the viable cities in Canada that they can do this, and they're going to merge, and we're going to have a North American Soccer League, and that's the only way, maybe, that they can knock on the door of the Champions League. Maybe, and I I think that's a stretch. This is all hypothetical, but it has taken forever for MLS to get off the ground. And with the way that we want this thing rushed, because we don't have anything else to compare it to. So if you want to watch American soccer, those are your teams. If you want to watch American football, 99% of you already have your teams. And that's a Mm 99.9%. You are already a Cleveland, Cincinnati, Detroit fan. You're already a Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame fan. Your teams are already established because it's given you in birth based on where you're from territorial, um, territorially. This is the way this is supposed yeah. to work, except for you bandwagon fans that like the Lakers and Duke basketball and the Cowboys. You losers can all go to your own planet, as far as I'm concerned. That's what you are, a bunch of losers. You're a fan of where you come from. Don't give me my cousin's dog's sitter and their uncle is from Dallas, so I got to be a Cowboys fan. Like, that's not how this works. The amount of trash I see walking around out here, kids in Golden State Warriors jerseys walking around in Northwest Ohio, is disgusting. It's my girlfriend's biggest pet peeve. You She's not a big sports are fan. Sick. But she hates that. Because I feel like everybody in Toledo is like, I love the Pistons. I love the Buckeyes. I love the Red Wings. Oh, also I love the Dodgers. Like there's always that one team that's an outlier mm-hmm. that's way across the country for no reason. Yeah, and we have a big Pittsburgh influence here. There's a lot of folks, whether they Pittsburgh's are at least close. Like exactly. you, you could have you yeah, can't be a Chicago fan in Toledo. Pittsburgh. You can't be a Chicago fan in Detroit. Trade your it's colors. Weird. Trade your colors. Yeah. Sweet sweatshirt, by the way. You like that? Well, but, okay. Okay. I think I'm allowed to. But your your fandom of Chicago comes from where you come from. Yeah. You are from that portion of the state of the land of Lincoln. Yeah. Chicagoland area. So, the which, Burbs. The is Burbs. Like call. Which is where an immediate hatred for the Packers comes from. Immediate. So, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that territorially speaking... That's why you have your team set in place. That's why the XFL won't work. And that's why we're we're obsessing more about the combine and the mock draft than we are whatever the XFL score is. Because these guys have the innate ability and the talent that we want to see that are going to play for your team that you've already been ingrained and conditioned to watch. The team that you are going to root for. You're not going to be an XFL Battlehawks or DC Defender or whatever the LA Dynamo, whatever team. Here's my question about that league, though. Hmm. By all accounts, I love the Toledo Walleye, but the ECHL should not work. By every stretch of the imagination. Oh, think, think my about God. It. Let's get the Great Clips clip today. We'll come right okay. back. I got to get some oven mitts. Hold on. I got to get. Woo! This is hot right now, folks. Okay. Frank is coming. He's coming for your souls. Logan O'Connor. Uh, tracking down the stretch pass, beating Jonathan Bernier on the breakaway. This is the game winner for Colorado in last night's game against the Red Wings. Great close. going to be great. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.